Hey, what's going on, Bills Mafia? Welcome to this breaking news, Circling the Wagons podcast, where I'm driving on my way home. It's Halloween, and I'm going to take the kids trick-or-treating, but wanted to take a chance while I'm driving to discuss the Buffalo Bills, your Buffalo Bills trading for Packers cornerback Razul Douglas for a third round pick. So Brandon Bean at the 11th hour at the deadline, making a trade for in order to bolster their secondary. Uh, obviously, a move to help with the loss of Tre'Davious White. Um, a lot of people were talking about. The Bills trading for Jalen Johnson from the Bears, but uh, he ends up staying put there. And uh, the Bills get another really top-tier cornerback to add to their already good secondary, but they needed the depth. Um, Just some quick thoughts on that. Uh, So I mentioned the Bills trade a third-round pick, um, and they basically acquire uh, Roswell Douglas and a fifth-round pick. In 2024, I believe. I can't check it right now. I'm driving, but I believe that's what it is. So, like a 2023, 2024. It's basically a pick swap. It ends up being like roughly like a fourth round pick, right? And the good thing about it is the Bills don't owe a lot of money this year to Roswell Douglas. And they're able to, none of his salary passed this year is guaranteed. Um, but if they want, they can keep him for $9 million. But before we get into financials or anything like that, just want to discuss the move. Um, you know, I, a lot of talk was uh, was around Buffalo Bills getting a cornerback and possibly, you know, trying to trade Kair Elam. They keep Kair Elam, which I'm totally fine with. Uh, he only has a year and a half in the system. I I don't like the Bills giving up on players like that necessarily. I mean, you know, they let go of Wyatt Teller a little bit earlier. But then again, you know, the balancing act, right? Because then – they held on to Cody Ford for three seasons, and we definitely didn't need him um, as long as we kept him. Um, but I don't like giving up on guys that are athletically as gifted as uh, Kair Elam. But uh, this is this could be – I mean, this is a guy who is a top 10 uh, cornerback, top 10, top 15 by a lot of different metrics based on pro football focus. Um, this is a guy who leads the NFL in – fourth quarter overtime interceptions um he had an interception against josh allen last year when they played he was actually um if you guys remember he was actually that cornerback that came up and said something to josh or josh told him you suck (laughs) and uh just funny funny stuff just like uh the bills got signed leonard fournette running back leonard fournette this week and if you remember he was the guy that came off the sideline and started a fight with Jack Lawson <laughs> again when he was with the Jaguars. So um, things coming around, things coming full circle for the Buffalo Bills and uh, previous uh, opponents. But now you have a, a situation where the Bills' starting cornerbacks probably won't be this week. Maybe he'll see some snaps this week against the Bengals. Um, obviously, you know he's a zone coverage guy, so he fits perfectly within the scheme for Buffalo. Um, as a guy that can hopefully, hopefully just be a plug-and-play player the rest of the season. I'm sure they're banking on it. 
not knowing exactly if they'll re-sign him for next season or, or pay him that nine-plus million dollars that he's owed. Uh, so this is a perfect time to schedule. The Bills have not only the Bengals this week, but they also have the Chiefs coming up. They also have the Eagles coming up. They also have uh, the Cowboys coming up. So they need to take care of some really prolific passing offenses. And it doesn't even include, you know, the Dolphins coming up again um, later in the season. So uh, they need this guy. Um, I, you know, I was trying to think of a position that I'd wish that they would rather trade for besides cornerback, maybe defensive tackle. Like it didn't seem like, I don't know, that Leonard Williams trade was interesting. Um, might've considered it, but a second and a fifth, I don't know, kind of high. Uh, and I don't know if the bills could really afford it. So I really like this, this trade. Not someone I was definitely, you know, looking at for the Bills to trade because I mean, pretty much everyone's on the table. Unless you're not in the uh, in the playoff picture, uh, I mean, there's lots of players that can be considered. So luckily, Bean was able to do that. Uh, as far as financials, I mentioned the financials earlier. Um, yeah, so that's all I wanted to talk about with you guys um, on this one. I think that there's a lot of. I, I shared some some clips on Twitter and Instagram. If you aren't following us there, please do at CTW pod and you'll be able to check it out there. But this is, this is a chance for the bills to make uh to get back one of their depth pieces that they lost in the beginning of the season. If you think about it within the first three games, the bills lost Daquan Jones, Matt Milano and Tredavious white, three of their top players on defense and almost the top player at each level of their defense at the cornerback position, at the linebacker position and at the defensive tackle position. Uh, so there's a huge loss. They get one of those pieces back, hopefully for a deep run. Maybe they get Daquan Jones back, you know, by the postseason or right before that. Um, you know, same thing with Matt Milano. Fingers crossed. It's happened before in the NFL. We don't know for sure if it will uh, for those guys. We know for, for sure, 100%, Tred Davius White is not coming back. He is the one player of those three that we know for a fact will not come back until at least – at least uh, training camp, maybe, probably more likely um, the beginning of the season or the end of training camp, beginning of the season. But Matt Milano technically could come back after his surgery. Daquan Jones could come back from his pectoral injury. Uh, so these are all things to take care of. So anyways, just wanted to get on the line with you guys, let you know what was going on, um, how excited that you should be for this uh, for this trade, how you know exciting, excited I am for it. Um, it's funny with Rod Zool, Douglas, like, um, I, I know I've heard of him. I haven't followed his career closely, but when I, one of the things I like to do is when uh, a trade or a free agent acquisition happens. And if you've been listening to our podcast for a few years, um, you know, this is what I like to do. I like to go to the other fan bases, uh, message boards and see what they think. Right. Because I mean, if you see, like if, if, if the bills had traded Kyir Elam, you know, under the, Ian Rappaport tweet or, you know, the Adam Schefter tweet or whoever broke the news underneath would be like, all Bills fans would be saying, you know, good, glad, don't let the door hit you on the way out, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I totally get that. You know, we would be the, or we might be like, well, you know, it is what it is. But, um, you know, if, if we lost a really good player, we'd be like, oh man, this sucks. I can't believe it. And that's all Packers fans were saying for Russell Douglas getting traded. Like, what? Are you kidding me? This sucks. Um, all those things. And I feel bad for, for Packers fans, but at the same time, um, that's the reaction you want in a trade. 
Um, it, you know, the, they didn't give up a ton, uh, and they were able to get, you know, a possibly top 10, top 15 cornerback. So lots of interesting things happening. Again, at the 11th hour for Brandon Bean, the whole time we were using that, you know, the stick emoji where the guy's just poking at it, come on, do something, right? Like That's what we are thinking of with Brandon Bean, and he did something. So you got to be excited about this. Uh, thank you guys all for listening. Um, I forgot to mention, this episode is brought to you by the Twin Spire Sportsbook at DeLago. Um, if you're in the Western New York or Central New York area, check out the DeLago Resort and Casino in Waterloo, New York. I um, hope you guys are all enjoying your Halloween. Hopefully you guys are all trick-or-treating. I love seeing all the pictures on social media of you know, kids, dogs, people dressing up as uh, Bills fans uh, or uh, Bills players, mostly Josh Allen, of course. Um, you know, I went to my son's Halloween elementary school parade, and they basically walk around the school with uh, with all their costumes on, and a lot of Josh Allens. There's been Josh Allens, obviously, for several years since they've been doing this, but, I mean, before that, when was the last time you saw a Bills player, actually, people wanted to dress, it might be like a generic Bills player, but, I mean, little kids weren't dressing up as E.J. Manuel, were they? Or even Trent Edwards? Or Ryan Fitzpatrick? Uh, Josh Allen, it, it's cool. It's a cool time to be a Bills fan, is what I'm saying. Roswell Douglas, trade talk aside, I mean, it's a great time to have an amazing franchise quarterback like Josh Allen that kids actually want to dress up as and and all that fun stuff. So I hope you guys enjoy your Halloween. Hopefully you guys get a lot of trick-or-treaters. Um, hopefully you guys don't run out of candy. And that you also bought a special bag of candy for yourselves, which is like, you know, you kind of lie to yourself saying, oh, this is, you know, just in case we get a lot of trick-or-treaters this year. Even though you normally get like 40, but you bought like six bags just to be safe. And you're like not putting out the Reese's peanut butter cups to like the end. <laughs> you're saving them for yourself. Or whatever. Not that I've done that or anything, but uh, anyways, um, go Bills. Uh, again, this episode is brought to you by the Twin Spire Sportsbook at the Delago Resort and Casino. Go Bills. Um, we're going to talk to you guys Sunday after the bills Bengals game on Sunday Night Football, so stay tuned for that. So for me, Nate, I uh, go Bills, and I will talk to you guys again